Welcome back to the Dirty 30, Season 3. Um, we are hopefully going to be back in full swing now and uh, getting these episodes out to you at a consistent pace because last year was a disaster for a million different ways. But nonetheless, I am double with me as always is the incredible Bobo Jones, and we are back to give you the the best fantasy advice we can possibly give. I can't call it the best on the internet, but we will, we will do our absolute best. Um... Uh, how's it hanging? How we been? I'm good, man. You know, just hanging in there, fighting the good fight. <laughs> it's all you, you know. can do these days, right? <laughs> yep. Considering that I, I lost by two points. Yeah. So, but I guess I did win another league by two points. So I guess it, you know, it goes around. But you know, that other that other league doesn't really matter. I went five and one this week. My fantasy league, so I'm feeling pretty good. It was a pretty good week. And that one I lost was a disaster. I had Drake London in my lineup, putting up a zero spot. It was, it was tough. It was that's tough on league. Ritter. That's not on him. Right. Well, that's on that bum Ritter. But, but uh, yeah, man, I, I actually did pretty good in ESPN. 19 out of my 25 took the first W of the season. So I was pretty stoked. I thought I was going to get smashed because I have Drake London on some teams. But luckily right. some other guys bailed him out. And this is obviously the first show we've done this year. We didn't really get into any like draft stuff or rookie things, so maybe we can tack some some quick stuff on at the end, maybe. But um, to to rip it off, um, let, let's start with Dubs Diamonds, new and improved this year. Uh, this is how we usually kick off every show. If you are you're new to this, we uh, we used to go through the highest point total guys each position, kind of talk about the week, how they how they did highlights, that, shit that took kind too of long. stuff. Exactly, it took <laughs> way too long. I, all of a sudden, <laughs> plus shit. I'm getting stoned before the show. We're 20 minutes in, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm still on wide receivers, yeah. and then the, the panic sets in, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be a long show. But anyway, we we we're gonna kind of streamline it switch it up a little bit this is sort of a stock up no stock down that's not my department that's you you handle busts and that kind of area of the show i like to keep things positive um we're not doing not the me. highest point totals and I love it. <laughs> we're not doing the highest point totals anymore as i said this is basically guys who improve their stock most to me so i'm gonna start i'm gonna give you to them in order too actually so number five for me is uh, Nico Collins of the Houston Texans. Volume, baby. Volume, exactly. Somebody has to catch passes for the Houston Texans and uh, rookie C.J. Stroud. Uh, I did a show last night on Twitter, X, whatever the fuck we call it now, and we were discussing how we're not going to judge any of the rookie QBs yet. And that's from an NFL standpoint. Uh, that's yeah. completely fair. I can start judging for fantasy, and I can tell you I want zero part of C.J. Stroud. And I want pretty much zero part of the Texans' offense aside from Damian Pierce. And I think Nico Collins. He proved to be probably the number one guy there to me. Um, I started me Robert Woods and total. Nico Collins in a league because I had to. And it paid off. So, I mean, I think Robert Woods and Nico Collins – and maybe Pierce is where you want to go. I'm all set with Stroud. I don't want none of Young either. Tank Dow, um, I'm good. I'm all set with that. 
Yeah, I'm good with that. Like, uh, maybe next year for Tank Tale, but I, I actually like the Xavier Hutchinson kid. If they can get him some more reps, yeah, he's like six two or something like that, and with a fucking that's huge the thing wingspan. I, I mean, just he's just he's raw. That's he's another thing with Collins. He's six four. He's a big guy. We can look, look to him in the end zone. Uh, he had eleven targets, eighty yards. Volume is king. We'll hammer that home to you constantly. So, Nico Collins is uh, number five this week on the new and improved Dubs Diamonds. Moving on to number four, and that's going to be a rookie. Speaking of uh, rookie CJ Stroud, we're going to move to a rookie wide receiver, and that is Zay Flowers. I think he stepped up pretty big for Baltimore in uh same Odell game, who? too. Exactly. I Odell think Zay who? Flowers proved he can be the number one guy there. Odell will help you out. And then you have uh, Rashad Bateman, who, if he can stay healthy, should slot into like a number two wide receiver role, which I think is better suited for him than the one. But Zay Flowers looked really good in his debut. And Dude, I think they're just going to keep feeding him and feeding him and feeding him. That was like... The Ross version we're going to see of him. You know what I mean? So, that uh, yeah, the man of glass, J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I see Odell playing his normal role of sideline cheerleader. That fucking dude stays hurt. And he's talking about, oh, I, I want to be paid. The Ravens stay crazy hurt, money. man. It's just like. <sighs> Marlon Humphrey's always hurt. Odell's hurt. Um, Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins has played 22 game. games in four seasons. The man of glass, paper-thin joints. Mark Andrews was hurt. Yeah, everybody's always hurt on the Ravens. It's fucking brutal. But I th- I hope that is not the case for one Zay Flowers, who comes in at number four this week. He had a solid week, and I think he's going to continue to do Boston so. college kid. Yes, sir. Um, number three is Calvin Ridley. He... Was incredible. That would have been, been my Roman helmet. Yeah, yeah he, he, he was throwing he Roman helmets yeah, out on the Indianapolis he was, dude, Colts. And I watched that game because here in Indy, you get the Colts game, and yeah. he was tossing them out left. I don't right, even bro. care that the oh, Colts are starting right. people from northeast, central, south state. It didn't fucking matter. Those that Calvin Ridley was Roman helmeting every single person on that defense. Oh, he had a helmet for uh, everybody on the team. Eight catches, eleven targets. A, 101 yards and a touchdown clearly the number one guy for trevor lawrence and he looked like he did not just take a year off of football um and people were worried game. about calvin ridley i and we kept seeing those like clips of the offseason training workouts we're like well it's just the offseason now he looks really fucking good he looks like he's in his prime and he's going to have an absolutely monster season with trevor lawrence who and, by the uh, way we- great dark horse mvp candidate and uh also, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, James. He traded last year for Calvin Ridley in the league, and everybody shit on him for it. Good for you, James. Shout-out, James. Good for you. Fucking, he knew what he was doing. Shit. Fucking Calvin Ridley, man, I did not see that coming. I thought it was going to be Christian Kirk and uh I drafted Zay him Jones. in a dynasty last year and stashed him, and I'm very happy about it. It was smart. James. Fitting everybody in our league for a Roman helmet. Fuck. <laughs> I need uh, I need a lot more Calvin Ridley in my life, and I'm going to have to do it through daily because I think that's the only league I have him in out of six. So uh, number two. pricing him 6500 where he was or wherever it was. I think he was only like uh, – he was real low yeah, I think last was, week. Yeah, he was. If they keep him low, I'm going to – throw them in there Trevor they're gonna Lawrence make you them. take evan ingram and christian kirk and they're, they're bastards but anyway um <laughs> number two brandon Ayuk. 
He had an absolute monster day. 32 points, just uh, another Roman helmet outing for him in Pittsburgh. Uh, Brock Purdy looks pretty good. That's the thing. Debo Samuel is, I don't think he's the number one anymore. I think he's too hurt. He's too hurt all the time. Brandon Ayuk is going to be the number one target going forward. And it it helps having Debo across from him because he can be so electric. And I I think it helps take pressure off the guy. But Brandon Ayuk looked awesome. I never saw uh, Debo Samuel as a number one wide receiver. I see him as like a gadget, like a gadget guy, you know? Right. Like, uh, do you remember that kid that used to play for the Vikings there? Like a Percy Percy Harvin, yeah. I could I could see that. Harvin, you know? Just yeah. not as – he just – they moved all around, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they moved him all around and did stuff with him. Even that kid before him, uh, Simeon Rice, do you remember him? Sidney Rice. Sidney – no, Sydney Rice? Okay, I don't know, but his his last name was Rice. But uh, they used him like that too. He's just like a little gadget play, you know. Yuke has always been the wide receiver there, and him and Purdy got a little connection thing going. So Debo Samuel be crying in like two or three games about not getting the ball. Yeah, I could I could see it. Regardless, Brandon I cut an absolute monster game, and I can't wait to see more of it because I have him everywhere. I am very heavily invested in Brandon Ayuk, and he earns the number two spot on uh, Dubs Diamonds. Number one is going to go to another rookie wide receiver, and that is Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua had himself a game. Uh, Matthew Stafford was saying how he didn't know all of the young guys' names and shit. I'm sure he learned his after Sunday. Uh, he, I think he was well, actually, the, like, the number one waiver claim this week in m- most leagues. I actually have that as one of my questions. This comes from Marla, right? She okay. wants to know, uh, how much do you believe in the young wide receivers of the Rams? Not a lot. I think Puka can be really good. Everyone behind him, I think, is pretty shit. So if you compare him with Cooper Cup, who's never healthy anymore, uh, that I feel like that's a pretty solid one, too, to be honest. But uh, the Rams are so fucked to begin with. Fantasy-wise, I think they, uh, they're like there's some value to be had there because you can, like, these guys are going to be deep well down. Too. I think Sean Atwell McVay was hit f- Atwell all some he hit him all preseason because they didn't want to see his speed and I think he's I need to again, see like more from little him. gadget dudes yeah no I agree with you there I do like the like Puka Nakua I think he can keep it up I'm way more confident in him to keep that stat line up than I am with um Tutu okay uh, so yeah that question again was a character from a movie there'll be three of them. And then we'll see if you can figure out. And what if movie you I'm talking listen about. to Stone Sports at all, you know I am not a movie guy. Oh, okay. Well, we'll see. This one might be pretty easy once you hear the last name. I hope so. All right. Uh, now we're we gonna go uh, stock down. If you'd like, you can take that over. All right. Uh, did you finish with your? Yeah, that was the last one. That was the, my five Dubs Diamonds for the week. We'll uh, we'll have another stock up next week. I'm, it's going to be easier for the beginning of the year, I figure. And we'll, we'll probably start scraping the barrel by the end, but that's all right. No, we'll figure it out. We'll get it. We will get it. Uh, I'm actually – I actually want to – I'm kind of with you on the, the receiver there, just to touch on that one more time with the Rams receivers. But I don't know if that's how much of the Seahawks just having not a really good secondary – 
Seahawks, yeah, like, I think Seahawks like, do have a good secondary. Well, this week they're playing the, uh, the San Lions. Francisco 49ers. Oh, sorry, the Rams, yes. Yeah, the Rams are playing the 49ers this week, so we'll see how, you know, and I don't know if Seattle didn't really have that much of a pass rush, right? Not really, no. San Fran has a little bit more of a pass rush. San Fran has a little, yeah, San Fran's up. defense yeah. is incredible. It is, I know that's what I'm saying, but, like, will that old line of the Rams be able to give Stafford enough time to throw to say his name one more time? I like the way you say it. Puka Nakua? Yeah, nice. At first, I didn't know what you were saying. And then when you said the wide receiver from the Rams, I'm like, okay. Because I had no idea how to say that kid's name, and I was not saying it. I wasn't going to be the one to butcher it. I heard uh, I heard, I heard people Nikwa, saying it. Like, yeah, I think it's Nikwa. Puka Nakua. Yeah, okay. I I don't know. I wasn't going to take a stab at it. I know that. Just like the the, the uh, tight end from Tennessee, that's how I'll refer to him. I don't know how to say his name either, and I do not want to. I do not want to butcher it. I've been calling him Chicky Smalls. Yeah, no, I'll go with that. I like that Chicky Smalls. It's that's easier than his his actual name. <laughs> but uh, we'll hit a little stock down real quick uh, for everybody's new. We hit the uh, busts, the guys that were supposed to perform but didn't, or names on here you don't really see that often. And uh, we'll kick it off with number one, Mr. Joe Burrow. Yep. 82 yards passing. That game That's was it. gross. 3.1. Yeah, Higgins, no points. Chase had like 3.5 or something like that. I didn't put him on here because I was already beating him up with Burrow. Uh, number two, Mr. Lamar Jackson, 169 yards, one interception, 38 yards rushing, one fumble, 7.56. Another gross performance for Mr. Jackson. Has he peaked? Did he peak back when he won uh, MVP? Probably. You think that's it for him? I don't think it's it. I think he's still a really good quarterback. I think he can still win games. But that's the thing. The Ravens need to stay healthy, like I mentioned earlier. They just, yeah. They're just they constantly injured. That goes for everybody on the team. So until they show me otherwise i feel like they're like they're never going to be living up to their potential because they're just constantly they can't stay healthy they give up 30 they like they this is my favorite stat for the ravens they've led the league the last two years and 30 30 yard plays given up because they've had zero secondary for two years because everybody is hurt by week 8 peters uh what's the other guy's name smith Marlon Humphrey. Oh, I thought. Okay, I might be thinking of someone else. Uh, number three, Mr. DJ Moore, which I thought was a match made in heaven over there for him. You know, he was going to see, you know, all that volume there, and it kind of sucks because uh, Fields doesn't have enough time to throw the ball. It's like Matt Eberflus got all these pieces, but he forgot to build his own line. Uh, he had two receptions for 25 yards, 4.5. And a touchdown that was out of bounds. Yeah, I just I saw that game too. That was uh, I get Chicago and Indy games here, living where I'm at. And I saw the Bears just, game. I had that on, just on my phone. He has no the, time uh, to throw, man. And he's one of the best deep throw. ball throwers, the most accurate deep ball throws, and you know, when he was in college. And that's one of his his best traits. You know, is that he he you know he can throw the deep ball pretty good, but he never has enough time to throw it. You know, that touchdown he threw to Mooney, he had time to throw it. Now, imagine right. if he got more time every time to throw it. And uh, number four for me, which kind of – this one shocked me a little bit. I thought they would come out slinging the ball everywhere, and that was Brandon Cooks. Two receptions, 22 yards. How much of that's on Dak? 
420. That is a lot of that on Dak. I think he's under pressure to perform, and I just I think he's he is what he is. He's, he's just he's just an average quarterback. You know? I just I don't understand why they paid him that much money and they're talking giving him an extension. It's like what? I mean, I I understand he's, he's him and Derek right. Carr are the same quarterback just, to me. Yeah, that's just so overrated. Yeah, I just I don't understand it. And uh, my queef of the week goes to Mister Daniel Jones, 104 passing yards, two interceptions. He ran it 13 times for 43 yards, 6.4. The 40 million dollar man, Mister Danny, dropping dimes to the other team. Silent Another queef, waste of money. Daniel Jones. Um, Another waste of money. Just, I don't understand. That I mean, team's I fucked. Mean, Dude, they couldn't protect. They, that offensive line was a revolving door. Look at their schedule. Look at all the fronts that they play. That's going to be every single week. They're going to be getting that, absolutely many... railroaded by the fucking, because their offensive line can't block anybody. No, they're busts. Look at Evan Neal. I thought he was... I thought they had a steal at six. You loved all him. those offensive I, linemen. I class. did, and they just they sucked, They're not good. Man. No, that's yet the fucking the dude in Carolina and, sucks too. Uh, what's this other guy's name? Like, Andrew Thomas or Andrew? Tom, Will, uh, yeah, Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas, and then they got uh, the Georgia. one kid. I think with yeah, with the Spanish last name. There's it Martinez or so. I don't know. They have some kid in there that he just none of them are good. Like they were just blowing right by them, dude. Evan Neal looked lost. Like it looks too fast for him. Kayvon Thibodeau, they showed him on the sideline, and he you can see shit. little thought bubbles, thought bubbles coming up over his head. Like we suck. Yeah. No, that was bad. That was a bad performance, and I don't think you're gonna see a whole lot of good ones. No, even like there was no room for Barkley to run, and even when he was in the game, they just stacked the box. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's he, all you have to do against the Giants is stack the box because they yeah. that the Cowboys just showed you the blueprint to beat the Giants all year long. If you have a good, if you can get after Daniel Jones and the, make him the throw the ball, it's over. It's over from the start. Yeah, the defense. Won, the Cruz defense won that game in the first quarter. It's crazy. I seen people taking. Uh, like C.D. Lamb was going in the uh, high second round. Of, I, like, had the Giants, I had the Giants. I had the Giants to like, cover, why? and uh, as soon as that first touchdown hit, I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> this is not gonna go well." And it was a bloodbath the rest of the night. See, I passed on, like I passed on Garrett Wilson in our draft because of Zach Wilson. You know what I mean? And then they trade for Aaron Rodgers, and I'm like, "Oh." Right, right. <laughs> like, and then he turns out to be magnificent. And then, did you see Aaron when he injured his leg? They they showed in slow motion. You could see the tendon like pop in the yep. back of his leg. You could see it roll it up. It was yeah, it was sick. Yeah, and I showed that to Kelly. She goes, "Oh, what was that?" I said, "That was his Achilles snapping and then rolling up the back of his fucking leg." Yeah, I said, "It's just it was gross." And then you now knew it's back it. To Zach Wilson. You could, you got it. Saul is like, "Oh, we believe in." You know, we believe in Zach. Yeah. We have faith in Zach. I'm like, yeah, you had faith in Zach. That's why you went and got Aaron Rodgers, right? No, oh, that shit. that press conference he did after where he came out real quick and he was like, so I'm going to address the quarterback real quick. Uh, we're fucked. <laughs> so, that was basically what he said verbatim. But he was just like, it's not good. And, like, Dude, you could that, tell on his face. He was like, season's over. But the, That uh, catch was magnificent. That catch that was made. fucking absurd. That's one of the best Tredavious catches White, I've ever seen. Tredavious White guy. There's nothing you could do about that. He no. was in perfect coverage. Like yeah. this. 
But I'll tell you what, I know who's getting lit up in film study this week. Keishon Bouti. I know that. Mm-hmm. Dude's two feet and down. And Douglas. Two feet down. I don't know. He did he did all right. He had a couple he, bad drops. He did, but he you know, he caught some. So I think there's potential there. Yeah, no, not I'm, right away, but I do think there's at least with the Douglas kid. I think Bouti needs, you know, a couple more games, but I think Douglas will come around before I agree with that, and I just wish Tyquan Thorne could stay healthy. That's never going to happen, just like Devontae Parker. The dudes know. rotate it, so that's why I think Douglas and Bouti will, you know, they're going to get some time to shine, and then in the offseason they'll get rid of Parker and they'll probably trade Thornton away. Juju didn't look bad, but ever since I heard that report about his knee, every time he gets hit, I'm like, ah. Like, is he going to get up? Yeah, get up? <laughs> literally every time. Like, dude, please get up. Because <laughs> if time. he goes down, it's like, I mean, Kendrick Bourne looked pretty good. So I I want to ask you, do you think I should be starting Kendrick Bourne? Do you think he proved himself as the number one target, or do you think it's classic Patriots are just going to switch it around? Because I said at the start of the season, I wouldn't, if I was drafting what like a new team this year, I'm not taking any Patriots receiver. I'm certainly not right, starting I- them week one. And then Kendrick Bourne was awesome. He had 11 targets, two touchdowns. So, I is that a flash in the pan, or well, what's the story there? Okay, so Devontae Parker is a walking ER room, right? right. And Tyquan Thornton is always hurt, too. So, there's a chance for him to step up and catch it. Because who else is going to catch it? Booty and Douglas? I mean, you got Gasicki and, and Hunter Henry, but, I mean, he was all overboard. Like Born, him and Bourne were locked in. He threw two darts to him, man. Lasers. Yeah. I was like, and all shit. I've heard. I texted you and was like, "Yo, where the fuck did that come from?" I was like, blown away that he those those were fucking incredible. What throws. did I fucking yeah, tell you about? Mac I want to see it one more time. And the, the the whole like offensive situation. Kid, I'm not gonna say I was right after one week, but I am. I'm far more confident in this team than I was a few days ago. I think that from a football in like standpoint. deeper leagues, like 14 team and 16 team, if Devontae Parker's out, you can start him. Maybe you could flex him in a 12 team, but I, you know, like in our league, we have those extra flex spots. So maybe you could throw him as your last flex spot and see what right. happens. But I, I want to see it again. I did I that with sure Rashid Shahid last week. I seen that. That was a nice, nice. That was a nice play. Um. So yeah, I I'm still a little weary on any anything Patriots fantasy wise. Are you a little upset that Bijan Robinson didn't get as many touches as he did? Not really. No, I no, think he was enough... really good with the touches he had. They right, and they both got forty touches, right? Right, and then so it's like so next week will probably be a different split. Like I'm not worried. Right, about but it. they can. But they said they were using Bijan out as a receiver more. You know, right? Because they only have like Drake London and Pitts in them. But I think in order for Atlanta to stay in any game, because their defense sucks and Ritter sucks, Ritter's mm-hmm. not going to throw you. Back into a game. You're like right. So they're gonna have to run it. It's and... like I gave you a script for this show because I just wanted to talk about Atlanta next. Oh, okay. Go ahead. No, no, no. Like, yeah, like on. I think uh, there is enough, you know, where you can play them both. You know, like right. Algier was on my bench last week, and I didn't play him because I thought I started him in a couple of Be- leagues. I I did in another league because I had to, but I like I. Wanted to start him in our cash league, and I'm like, man, start him, start him, start him. And I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do it because I think Bijan's going to get 30 touches because they're going to want to show him off. You know what I mean? Like right. that's what I thought was going to happen. And the next thing I know, he's he's got 45 yards and a touchdown. I'm like, Yo, what the fuck? You know? And then 
Of course, Drake London didn't get anything. Had zero yes. points. Kyle Pitts. So what like, do I do with those two? Was it irrelevant? Like, are they just are they done? Is because Atlanta's not going to pass the ball? Okay. Do you have other options above London? I mean, I do. I don't have Kyle Pitts in any league, but okay, I have Drake I. London. I can't stand Kyle Pitts. I, I have, have Drake London in a league too. Yeah, I do. I have him in two leagues. Okay, so we're both in the same boat here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play someone else. And I'm going to put him on the bench until I can see Ritter prove that he can actually throw the ball. Because I don't want to leave him in there and have him get – because I can see him getting like uh, one for four receptions for like 13 yards, right. you know, a couple times. And it's just like I, I don't think you want, to, you want to chance that. Especially when you could probably go out and pick up Khalif Raymond and probably get some good volume there. Because Detroit is going to throw it. Detroit is legit. I think Detroit. See what I could do is I could throw DJ year. Moore at my wide receiver, take Drake London out, put him in my flex, and switch him out with Tyler Algier or Zay Flowers. I would go with put Zay Flowers in there. I think the volume is there God, for this Zay Flowers. Loaded. Odell Beckham is. I can't again, believe I lost. Always on the sideline. It's unfortunate. Whatever. Um. My best team, what I think is my best team out of all of them, was the one that lost out of all my teams. But that is... Now, I got a couple questions for you, okay? Please. All right, so uh, I told you the first one. The first character's name was Marla, right? Right. Okay, the second character's name is Robert Paulson. Okay? How short of a leash... Robert Paulson. Do you know the movie? I don't. I don't remember the name of it. Okay. Uh, okay. You'll. Uh, how short of a leash does Russell Wilson have? Um, I don't think he's Sean Payton's guy. I see Stidham taking over if they're like two and six. Does that sound crazy? No. Just I said that last night. He's too. got there, just to see what they got, you know. And I think. I think this is where. Because guess what? If Russell sucks, for a job right now. He if said everybody was soft, right? Basically, basically, he's called out everybody. And if Russ sucks again, you're Sean Payton. You're the safest coach in the NFL. Of course, you're going to start to rebuild. Like, why? You're not attached to Russ. You didn't trade for Russ. Your team did, but yeah, you didn't make that call. If you want to win, lot, right? you're going to have. Of course, they did. They gave up a shit ton. Right, I can't remember how many picks they gave up, but it's like they're like hampered now. Like and they they're paid stuck him. with Russ for this year and like next year or something. Because they traded it's, him and paid him. Yeah, it's fucking sick that they even did that. Elway should be shot. Yeah. But uh because you just fucked your team. You know? Like you just fucked them for the next couple of years. Like you have no draft capital. You can't move on from this bum. All you can do is let him sit on the bench and be the most expensive fucking backup there ever was. And right. He doesn't care because he's going to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you want to sit me on the bench? Okay, cool. And he I'll was cash them checks. He was a. I'll like, hold a clipboard for fucking thirty five million dollars a year. He was like, okay. He didn't throw picks. Like he didn't turn the ball over, but he wasn't good on Sunday. No, it, no. And again, they lost another one. What is it? They lose by two points or one point. One like point, they lost, I think. They lost yeah. another close game. Like they, you know. To the Raiders. To the Raiders. Yeah, yeah to Jimmy Garoppolo, Devontae Adams, who will probably get traded this year. Yeah. Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams are out. Yeah, they already they probably already want out. Josh Jacobs wants out. Chandler I Jones mean, does want out. He's been very vocal yeah. about it. So, um, and my third question is uh, from Tyler Durden. Tyler what? 
Tyler Durden. Durden. Yeah. As a Jonathan Taylor owner yourself, what should oh, you do with him? That's fucking Brad Pitt. <sighs> the first rule of Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club. Fuck, there, there is it no is. Fight Club. Yes. I knew I'd seen it. Nice. I knew I'd seen nice. it. Um. All right, I also have one more last question for you, and then I want to get into sleepers. Okay. Oh, also, uh, Nitty Pow, not dead yet, player of the week. We almost forgot yeah. it. Uh, oh, and our weird people, too. Oh, let's, let's throw those in quick. Brees Hall yeah. is my Nitty Pow. He came back off a torn ACL and absolutely dominated. And they needed Dalvin every who? ounce of it. Dalvin who? Dalvin who? Uh, where people too this week go to Jake. Is it Jake Elliott? For the Eagles? The yes, yes Elliott, Jake the Elliott. kicker for the Eagles had 17 points. Our highest scoring kicker of the week. Our highest scoring defense of the week. It's not hard. It is the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys who put a fucking molly wop on the New York football giants. One of the leagues Beat I was like in. Beat them like a redheaded fucking stepchild, man. I mean, they just. One of the leagues the I was in, I was uh, the one of the other matchups. Guy was down like 25 points and neither team. He only had the Dallas defense left and neither team had anybody going Monday night. And they like, he didn't even know. He like woke up in the morning and was like, what the fuck? But. Oh, that must be the best feeling. Right? You know, oh, your defense man. just put up 37 points. Crazy. I've never seen that many, at least yeah. in recent memory. I can't remember that, a uh, performance like that from a defense. That league I won two points by, I needed to get that touchdown by Garrett Wilson to get it. I was down. It's one of those IDP leagues with defense oh, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty interesting. Uh, but I drafted, I drafted that uh, Gonzalez kid. That the Patriots took. He looked 17th. awesome. Dude, he looked phenomenal. He had a sack and he almost had a pick. True test coming up this week, though. Yep. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I don't think Jalen Waddle's that playing. That defense, all their defense was so good, though. Dude, they almost came back to win that. How it good was, was that? Impressive. How good was that Philly front, though? It was, it was pretty good. We're, We're supposed to be one of the best rushing teams in the league and we couldn't do a thing. Yeah, they, uh, Ramondre was balled up all night. If it wasn't for that catch and those ridiculous spin moves on that screen pass, I wouldn't have got shit out of him. They lost Javon Hargrave, and we're like, that's fine. We have Jordan Davis. Yeah, and Jalen Carter and Kobe Dean and a bunch of other motherfuckers from Georgia. They're like, yeah, we'll just draft Georgia <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs the next two years. I mean, they want a fucking back-to-back championships. Why not? You know? It's crazy. That whole team is that, that, that team's just fucking loaded. Them and San Fran, Dallas, they're, they're loaded. But the their defense, their offense was sputtering a little bit. They had like three field goals that game, three or four field goals. Like once they got that, you know, them sixteen points there, it's like they were only getting field goals for a little while. Right. It's like our defense was actually holding them there. It's like, you know, Mac looked pretty good. I texted you after we were down sixteen. I'm like, yo, we should just play for a pick. I'm like, fucking Elliot looks washed up and shit, fumbling the ball. I'm like, man, fu- like, I don't even know why we signed him. Like, you don't even fucking need him. He's just going to be a touchdown vulture at the fucking goal line. 
Yeah, you said uh, we should play for a pick uh, <laughs> 15 minutes into the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we should play for a pick. I'm like, man, we fucking suck, dude. And, just, and then you like, said that washed like up bum Elliot. I didn't respond. And then I get the an hour and some change later. I get the what the fuck when Mac was going <laughs> off. I'm like, yo, who is it? And you're like, yeah, that's Mac Jones. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm like, it's about time. He, he looks, just, oh, I can't wait. They just kept doing that short game bullshit. And I'm like, dude, that's not your game, man. No, like, it's dude, not. Just fucking let them dudes run. You know that D Douglas kid's fast as fuck, man. If people are open, Max' whole thing is decision-making, precision, like, that we have to be open and do, like, moving the ball down the field for him to be effective. Doing this little, like, side bullshit and then occasionally throwing a one-on-one -on -one deep ball, like a 50-50 ball, like, that was that was absurd. Watching the offense last year was absurd. Watching the Bill O'Brien offense was awesome. Awesome. It was such a change. And granted, we're not going to throw 50-some-whatever-how-many-times it was every week. Like, that's not going to happen. Like I said, the Philly front just shut down the run game, and we had to rely on Mac, and he showed up. And if it weren't for going for it on fourth and three after you, like, we were going for it on fourth and eight. They moved us up in the field goal range because of the penalty, and then they still went for it. It was like, ah, uh, okay, that was kind of wild. But the uh, it just the whole offense just looked so much better, much happier with how that looked. But let's get into sleepers here because we are one and one. I won the first season, and you won last season. Yes. So we if again if you're new we go back and forth. We'll each draft sort of a player lower down on the totem. They might be on your bench in a regular league. They might be somebody you have to pick up in a regular league. Somebody you're still like somebody deep down on your dynasty. Just not the regular guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're thinking like under five, like the fifty five hundred and below range on DraftKings. If you're one of the, if you're a, a DraftKings guy. But anyway, uh, since you you won last year, I'm going to let you choose if you'd like to go first or second. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. That's a solid choice from you. I appreciate that. I am going to go with Jahan Dotson, Jahan Dotson, whichever one it is. I'm taking him number one overall here. First sleeper pick of the season. He had a decent week last week with Sam Howell against the Cardinals, and the Cardinals have nobody. They're... I don't, besides Buda Baker, I couldn't tell you another person on the defense. The, uh, Zay Collins. Oh, thank you. So the, the I whole, only know that cause I have him in IDP. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Cardinals are a, a problem, but the commanders let them hang around for far too long last week. I wanted to see more Dotson. I had him very heavily in DraftKings, and I have him in a couple of leagues, and I started him last week. I think he's going to be, have a lot better time this week. Um, they are playing Denver, the commanders are. Last week, whoever Pat Sertan was on was just not part of the offense. That's why Jacoby Myers went off. Two touchdowns, the whole shabam. He had a great week. Devontae Adams did not. I think you're going to no. see that with uh, Terry McLaurin. And Johan Dotson is going to benefit from that. I love him this week. I think he's going to – people are going to stray away from him a little bit because of last week, and I, I'm all over it. 
I think Sam Howell's going to look a lot better week two as well. I like Sam Howell. I'm really in on Sam Howell. I got Sam Howell and Kenny Pickett as my two QBs. How how in are you on Sam Howell? I'm I'm in. Like most people are like, oh yeah, he's a great QB two for super flex leagues. But no, I think given some more reps, um, you know, given some more you, time at it. I mean, when you have Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin both saying, yeah, Sam's not coming off. Are you the Christian field. Watson in? Mm, no, I hate Christian Watson. I'm not a fan. He's no, just no, so no. fast. He's going to blow them hammies. Remember our trade last night? Yes, I remember the trade. Okay. I'm still I'm That's still what I was referring on, to. That's what I was saying. Yes. No, okay. No, Are you I got still it, sleeping no, on uh, it? You didn't yeah, sleep I'm last night? I, I did, but it, I don't know. I'm still undecided. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, I'm that one vote. That one vote that's, you know, undecided. Right. Not one guy. Uh I like the pick. There is, you know, some volume there to be had, so I like it. Your first pick, sir. Mr. George Pickens. I love it. He was he was gonna be my backup if you took all my guys. He had seven targets in the loss. They also just lost Deontay Johnson with a hamstring, yep. which sucks because he was my guy. I deeper go back and pick up just to pick up Allen Robinson. Just a shout out in deeper leagues for Calvin Austin. Yes, that's who they're using right as their n- new number three now. Yeah, that's the new Deontay for probably. Okay, I will have to remember that name. Um, I do like Robinson though to actually help with that because he was the leading receiver once Deontay Johnson left the game. So I was forced to pick him back back up, but I do like George Pickens because again Deontay Johnson's out. Uh, they are going up against. Cleveland, which just, you know, put a pounding on uh, – oh, no, wait, who are they going – they're going up against the Ravens, right? The Steelers? They're sorry. playing Cleveland. You were right the first time. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. No, they just put a whipping on the, the Bengals. Correct. But, yeah, that, that pass rush looks dangerous, and I know the O-line is shaky because, uh, you know, San Fran was getting in that ass in the first half. So, but, uh, you know – Brandon Ayuk was getting in that ass. Hey, that's the only – downside to maybe that is just you know but uh, I do think I do think he performs this week give me some Mr. George Pickens alright I got that one down here my f- second pick I almost said first again my second pick is going to be Kyron Kieran 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 Kyron. Williams for the uh, Kyron Williams. Yes, Kyron Williams from the LA Rams. Uh, Cam Akers is dog shit. He had 22, mm-hmm. 22 carries for twenty eight yards, something like that. Twenty nine yards, not a lot, not a lot. Um, that's one of the worst running back performances I've seen in a bit. Like just yardage wise, like that's that's a lot of carries to not get thirty yards. Um, on the other hand, Kyron Williams looked really good. He had 17 fantasy points, was getting out, catching the ball. I think you're going to see a lot less touches for Cam Akers and a lot more touches for Kyron Williams. Probably may, may take may take a couple weeks to sort of balance itself out, but it, that is the direction we're heading. So I I'm gonna get ahead of it and hope it happens week two. Kyron Williams. Uh, here's here's a. Uh two things that I know about Sean McVay. He was very high on Tutu Atwell, and he was very high on Kyron Williams. So, before the draft, that's all he was talking about. 
Tutu Atwell this, Tutu Atwell that, Kyron Williams this, Kyron Williams that. So, and again, I don't think he's really sold on Cam Akers. You I'm know, not. I think he was when he first drafted him, but now he's like he's just kind of like a diva, and he's just a guy. He's, he's just, never been know. good. No, he has what? He's like, played what? Two Kyron good games. Kyron has juice, man. Kyron has juice because he's a Notre Dame kid. Trust me, I see him on TV here. All right, the kid's got some juice, right. and he can catch, right. which is great for PPR leagues, which most people play in. So yes, I love that pick. I'm actually a little jealous because I was going to try to take that pick, but I like it. The volume's there. Your second pick. Again, punching home the word volume. You know? Right. Even if he gets, what, 10, 10 to 15 touches, right? Four to five targets. I'll take that. Yeah, all day I'll take that. Okay. My second pick this week is going to be Mr. Luke Musgrave. Oh, he was another guy I looked at. Yes. He has a love high. I uh, love him. And I know. I drafted him. In our league, our cash league. I couldn't believe he was still there in the third round when it came back to I me. like the other one, too, Croft. Yeah, but I think Musgrave is the guy. He has Love's eye. He was shitting all over everybody in, in uh, training camp. He's going to be Love's security blanket. He had four targets. He caught three of them for 50 yards, and he also tripped on the one long bomb there for the touchdown. Right. And then he couldn't readjust to go to catch one, which was another one there. But Jordan Love is looking for him, which is what I'll take. I'll take – I'll take four catches for 46 yards and a touchdown all day from a tight end, especially a rookie tight end. Yeah. Um, they are playing Atlanta this week. Who, If you're tight you know, end needy, that's Hayden a guy Hurst. you should target low. Hayden Hurst just shit on Atlanta with Bryce Young. So give me some Luke, uh, Luke Musgrave who has a with a love who's a way better quarterback than Bryce Young. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. He's just a matchup nightmare, man. He's like 6'6", hey, he's 285. He's like a baby Gronk, man. That's like him, Komet, you know, these guys are like the future of the tight end position. Before the Pats went out and got Kasiki, I was really hoping that we ended up with one of those tight ends that was going to go somewhere. Even Sam Laporta, man. Yeah, that, that, that group, that elk of tight end, I was hoping we got one of them, and Musgrave was one of my favorites. But, yeah, I like that pick. Uh, my last one here... Um, this is like this is a guy I consider on like the very fringe. Like this is the high end sleeper for me. I usually try to go a little okay. deeper than this, but Gabe Davis. I think it's a Gabe Davis week. I think the Bills are gonna bounce back against the Raiders. I think it's they're going to do everything in their power to stop Stefan Diggs, and we're gonna see some one of those Gabe Davis games where he has like two long touchdowns or a long touchdown and like you know what I mean. 80 yeah. yards, something. I, I, I'm, I have high expectations for Gabe Davis because that somebody needs to step up behind Diggs because it's it's a little thin. It's not going to be Shakir. No, and Diggs can't catch. Oh, Shakir's him all. gone, isn't he? No, he's still there. Oh no, I'm thinking of the other guy, McKenzie. You're Shakir, McKenzie, yeah, Shakir's yeah. Shakir's the one that stepped in behind him, right? And yeah, I don't think Shakir's going to do it. And Dalton Kincaid, I have high I hopes for. I think he's for. overrated, dude. I. I if Dawson Knox is there. That's like, the thing. I feel like he's not like is he that much better than Dawson Knox? The kind of the same guy. To me, yeah. You know, like I was out on like I'm sure K, I know his like, ceiling is higher. He's younger. You know, he's like, but we draft him in the first round of some rookie drafts. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's why. Like, to me. I mean, come on now. Like, I don't know. I just it's crazy to me. I got him in the last round of one of my. 
my like just season long leagues. I got him in the very last round. Just yeah, hoping. like a little dar throw, right. right? But like I, I like I don't really have high hopes for him. I could cut him between tomorrow, me and you. Know you what I mean? Between me and you, and like a regular season long, if it has defense and kicker, those should be your last two picks. But I understand if maybe you. Sometimes I'll take a static kick or an offense like Butker or you know one of those right. teams that score a lot of points. I'll right. take a stab at him in like the thirteenth round or something. You know, like the twelfth. That particular or league did not have a defense or kicker. Oh, okay. Well, then that's all right. Um, my so yeah, Gabe Davis is my last pick. All okay, right. we still I, I just think the Bills too? are gonna fuck him up. I actually forgot about a sit, but I can I'm gonna come up with one where you're giving your last pick. Okay, yeah, because I have a sit now. Uh, my last pick this week is gonna be Mr. Samaji P. Ryan. Hell yeah. Of the Denver Broncos. He uh hold on here. Lost my uh notes. Um I don't think Sean Payton is a big fan of Javante Williams. Again, Javante Williams was someone else's pick. You know, same story. And, uh, plus, they brought in that Jaleel McLaughlin kid too, who he's only five seven and like a hundred and something, or like two ten, two twelve, something like that. It was right. just running people over. This is the year for uh, for people on that team to plan for their jobs this year. You know, Russell Wilson, Garrett Bowles. You know, Patrick Sertain is probably safe. You know, Justin Simmons, all them dudes. These motherfuckers are playing for their jobs and shit. Samaji P Ryan came in on a three year deal, so I think Sean Payton likes him. Plus, he catches, you know, catches a lot of balls. Um, last game, he had eight carries for 41 yards, and he had a team high, 37 receiving yards, and caught all four of his targets. You know, it's only a matter of time before Javante Williams gets hurt again. Um, they are playing Washington this week, um, so I think it's a good matchup. So I'm going to take Samaji P. Ryan as my number three pick. All right, let's hear your sit. My sit is Mr. Drake London. Talked about it earlier. Again, I'm going to double down on that shit. You need volume to be relevant in fantasy football. And right now, there is no volume to be had at the receiver position in Atlanta unless you're a running back, you know? So stay away from Atlanta receivers right now until you see Ritter pick it up or you see Drake London and them step it up. My sit which sucks because he's a great talent. It's just the offense. So, Drake London, sit him this week. All right. My sit is going to be Terry McLaurin. Uh, he's going up against Pat Sertan, who, again, just had a great week against Devontae Adams. I expect the same thing against uh, Sam Howell, who is essentially a rookie quarterback playing with uh, Terry McLaurin. I I just I don't like the matchup this week. Really? Yes, I was about to. Between him and Samaji, I had them both written down. I just I went with. Like I said, I went with Jahan Dotson as my sleeper, and I think Terry McLaurin's going to have a bad day. But, he had a bad day last week, but he also has that turf toe. I don't know how he always has turf rotten toe. them things are. Terry McLaurin lives with Terry Terry turf. He toe. stays hurt, but dude, I think people are sleeping on Sam Howell. I I really do. I think you know. Plus, he runs, man. Like he he rushed. He had a rushing touchdown. He almost got murdered. Week. You see that hit? I know, but he's tough. He's a North Carolina kid. Them kids are tough. Uh, they can run. He's. I tell you right now, he's better than Mitch Trubisky. I know that. You know, I just think I think Washington got a steal with him. I don't see him like being crazy, but I see him as like a little bit speedier Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? It's not going to blow you away, but it'll get the job done. 
Yeah, I'll read that. We will have a quick recap of last week's scores. Here we go. Uh, team Three Ways A lost to Dirty Duff and the Dudes, one hundred five to seventy nine. You whipped the shit out of Kareem Pie, yeah, uh, one thirteen to eighty two. Pickle Nate, defending champ, starting off again with a huge number, one twenty to one hundred five over the Ball Fondlers. Hogan's Heroes made some trades during draft night for Devonte Adams. Somebody else came out swinging 135 against the Island of Misfits Toys, which is Mr. Donnie, 93. Just Joshin, 75. Lost to Walter's Dynasty, 78 to 75. And the Turlet Bowl champ, myself, versus Team Chandler, he got me by, it was 62-10 to 60-28. Again, was- a bunch of guys on my team. <laughs> Didn't do shit, and neither did his, and it was just a battle of the shit. You brought him into the toilet bowl is what happened. You were both spinning around. You brought around. him down into the shitter. Yeah, we were both spinning around it. Like, eh, like if you're going like to beat a, me, it's gonna we're like both going to score in the 60s. We were both going down the drain. <laughs> it was like bad. Alligators and some unwanted fetuses. I looked at it like probably 10 minutes into the 4 o'clock games. I saw the score. I was looking through the scores, and I was like, oh, my God. What the fuck is going on over there? I looked through we the roster. Had a shitty like, day. Oh, yeah. It was just uh, Higgins, ugly. It was ugly. Higgins all and Kirk didn't do anything. Nothing. For him, Nothing. You know? And again, I went back and forth with starting Algier and shit. You know, and like all day long, I went back and forth on it, back and forth on it. I'm like, they're they're probably gonna give Bijan all the run. And DJ Moore didn't help me. Deontay Johnson got hurt. The only bright spots on my team were that man has had Musgrave, Sam Howell, and Ramondre Stevenson. That man's had Kirk Cousins as his fantasy quarterback for the better part of a decade in every single league he's been in. Uh, Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins. Those are fucking fantasy quarterback always. Dude, you know who I like too? Is that Jerome Ford kid. He saw 15 touches. Granted, eight of them came in garbage time and he only had 36 yards, but his over under. Coming in and getting that Kareem Hunt. Uh. Volume, yeah, you know, yep. he's getting some Kareem Hunt volume. I'll take that. hundred percent. He was over under for yardage on DraftKings, like tw- I think it was twenty one and a half. And I looked at it and I was like, that's a pretty good number. He might have like Kareem Hunt touches. And then I got distracted looking at other shit and never went back to it. And then like five minutes, ten minutes into that game, he was already over twenty yards. And I was like, Motherfucker. Yeah, like he, Motherfucker. There's some yeah, there's some uh volume there. You know, he's gonna get that. Kareem Hunchett, because listen, man, the days of the bell cow back, I hate talking about this shit because it's like people should figure this out by now, but them days are over. Unless you get like a Chubb or you get like a, you know, an Eckler or a McCaffrey, you know, like the studs, that's fine. But, you know, once you get below that, it's like even like look at the Jets. They got Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook on the same team, you know. Then you got Bijan Robinson, you got Tyler Algier, you got. Charbonnet and Walker, like you, you know, you need that number two running back. You just, you, you need it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cleo Herbert and Roshan Johnson. Yes, I was gonna go with Roshan Johnson. I think they're gonna be really good over George Pickens, but yeah, I think, I think I uh, see Roshan bowl that guy over. I did. I was just getting ready to say that he was like my. He said, "I'm he looking for the you." Fuck out of like, that guy. Oh, yes, he did, dude. He, that dude got up and was like looking around. His teammates were like, "Yo, are you all right?" And he was like, "Thanks for thanks for picking me up from school." Yeah, for real. 
Oh, he flattened that dude. Brutal. Dude, Daniel Jones out there when in the huddle when they show him looking around, he looks like a little kid with a football helmet on. Yeah. Like he's like, okay, come on guys, ready? That's how I double always zebra, double zebra, banana, spider Y, two banana. Ready? That's how I always feel watching um, Kyler Murray with the big Cardinals helmet. It looks I like a kid running around with a big ass helmet on. Another whiny ass entitled kid that thought that he deserved that money and then now look at him. Well, hurt. it's okay. Like, you get to watch Josh Dobbs this year. <sighs> They're gonna be tanking to to get another high pick. It's like Yeah, and Caleb Williams has already said if they get the first pick, he'll go back to USC. And what's he a is he a wide receiver or quarterback? A, he's oh, supposed he's a quarterback? to be he's like Trevor Lawrence level prospect. Okay. See, I haven't really done my started my work yet yeah. for you know, I don't he's really like do that until... in the Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence elk of QB prospects. He's one of the better ones of the last He said, years. Yeah, I ain't playing for Arizona. He's got like nine hundred something yards in the first two games. Crazy. I thought Clayton Toon would get that job, but yeah, I I think what happened is the Cardinals were like, "Who's gonna give us a better chance to win?" And they had Colt McCoy and Clayton Toon, and they're like, "The best chance we have to win is Colt McCoy." So they cut him, and yeah, then they kept. They, they they're like, "All right, who can we get?" Josh Dobbs. He won't win a game. And then no, they got Josh Dobbs. Can... And then they bench Clayton Toon because they're like, "Well, he might what he might fuck around and win us a game." And then they I got into halftime. And they ran into the locker room and they were like, what the fuck, Josh Dobbs? What the fuck? Because this, like, he was, he was trying. He's trying his little heart out. Yeah, they went up to him and they like, boy, you, are you trying? Yeah. Stop are trying. Are you fucking trying? Throw an interception. Throw an interception hey, right now. You see that sign above the door right there? What's that say? It says, no trying. <laughs> we mean it. They're no going to get trying. first and second pick, them in the, like, because they have the Texans pick. It's just, listen, you know, I've gotten a lot of trouble when in my youth, you know? You're right. Like, I'm literally not allowed to leave the country because I'm considered, you know. A flight risk. A fucking risk. No, just a, just a, a I don't know. I guess I'm dangerous to the public. I guess. I don't know. Fuck. But they won't let me leave the country, right? But they'll let these dude people run a fucking billion dollar franchise. I just don't understand. I, like, I just don't get it. It's like they're paying these guys this ridiculous amounts of money that that don't deserve it. Daniel Dimes is not a Daniel Jones ain't a forty million dollar quarterback. He's just not. Dak, neither is Dak Prescott. Russell Wilson wasn't worth fucking two hundred and sixty five million, and neither was Deshaun Watson. No. It's like I don't under understand it. And then like when these people fuck up, they still get to keep their jobs, but they just go to some other fucking franchise and and try again. It's like it, I'm not worried about the Bengals, but like Joe Burrow signing the best the richest contract in history then throwing for 83 yards is hilarious. Well, that's cuz he had that I think that's the rust from not having training camp. Oh, 100%. Right that's what that yep. that's what that was. Yep, yep. But I'll tell you I'll tell you who's not going to be there next year. It's going to be T. T. Higgins. Higgins, future Patriots, T. Higgins, future Patriots. Yep, T. Higgins is gone. Um and I see Chase there, Boyd will still be there because they yep. can afford him. Yep. You know he'll move. Bill up to Belichick is going to give T. Higgins a blank check. He's going to go, come on over here. And Mac is just... a true number one. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's like if the line can give Mac time, and the Mac Jones that played last game when they were getting back into that game shows up. I'm like, I was into it yeah. after the first two drives. I'm like, man, it's just the same old bullshit, you know. And I'm just like, fuck. That's God, why that I was defense, just frustrated with it. Defense is so good. I was frustrated with that and Dion fucking Jackson. 
Deion Jackson. Yeah, the running back for the Colts. Oh, I thought we were still yeah, talking for the Patriots. I no, was like, I'm wait, saying, what? I was, yes. That's why I was frustrated, too. It's like I watched that game. I'm like, dude, like, then they throw Jake Funk in and he's running through whole. I keep, I'm like, dude, how come you can't do that? But this guy can. I just don't understand it. But anyway, like, I don't have a problem with them paying T. Higgins. You throw T. Higgins at the one, Juju Schmister, Smith Schuster at the two. <laughs> Juju Smithster. Yeah, whatever the fuck that guy's <laughs> name is. Uh, and then, you know, you have Booty and Douglas, you know, fighting for that number three wide receiver position. Yeah, I don't hate it. I like that. All right. We are approaching an hour, so we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, appreciate everyone listening, tuning in, tuning back into the show after our... Uh, after a hiatus, fantasy football is back. NFL football is back. The Dirty 30 is back. And we will see you next week. Peace.